0: Blog Talk Radio. Hey everyone, welcome to the Neil and Kristen Baker Psychic Hour. We are here to take your calls. 914-380-164 is our call-in number. Please press one if you'd like to speak with us. And we invite you to join us on our social media platforms, Facebook and X. Yeah. Bravo.
1: Instead of trigger.
0: Trigger. No, I think that's the horse that the Lone Ranger rode. Oh, I met
1: Roy Rogers.
0: Oh, Roy Rogers? No. <laughs> anyway, I remembered. I'm so proud of myself. And I even posted to Twitter today. You know, I got some kisses in the XX. I've always wondered why British people put X. They do. It's common, like on social media or like on written communication. They use the the X sign, which obviously, if there's triple X, you know, brings up to mind. (laughs) It brings to mind, you know, pornography.
1: Well, the British uh, (laughs) actually, the British had uh, pornography started in England.
0: She wondered too. Jennifer,
1: why they were X's?
0: Yeah, it's weird. I mean,
1: it was a euphemism.
0: Euphemism
1: for uh, kisses, for because in the old days, if a in England, if a man was committing adultery and wrote a love letter, instead of saying love, he'd make an X.
0: Oh, for to 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 conceal his.
1: To conceal his love.
0: Right. So it was a code word. Right. So, but I, I so mean, X, X developed, XO is like a kiss and a hug, right? That's okay. But my, and I appreciate the historical lesson here, you know, but my question is still, why do British people sign XXX? It's like, you know, they're implying not kisses, but something much more uh, steamy.
1: Well, for that very reason, it, it was a concealment.
0: The I've gotten it from women that are like not trying to come well, it, on to it's,
1: me. It's it has been corrupted over the years.
0: It is so, corrupted in, in in England because it's 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 corrupted X because also, it's not being uh, used properly. X
1: also was synonymous with the guillotine and with death. So it became... Or the um,
0: guillotine, for those who want to pronounce it properly. Guillotine.
1: No, it was the, gillo, gillo, it was the gallows. So it was originally called the, gallo, the, the g- gallows. The g- gallows, but it's guillotine in
0: French. As in gallows. Right, but it's in French um, would be guillotine.
1: Because a lot of people that were being uh, executed and decapitated were skinny and lean. They just called the guillotine. <laughs> in time if you ever saw What does that,
0: what is that? I have to do things in? Teen.
1: Teen. Lean.
0: Lean. The guillotine,
1: guillotine. So, oh. teen. Oh. And then a lot of teenagers were, were being uh, decapitated. Um, this was all in the history books. Anyways. Um,
0: <laughs> Some that I've never found. Consequently, I felt history.
1: But... Uh, Nonetheless, I remembered some facts. So uh,
0: Jennifer, is our show showing in the um, whatever main page? Maybe she can check for.
1: So it. the question of the day right now. What's the question that of came the up day?: In hey. a reading was if someone goes to a hotel or a motel and one of the rooms is haunted and they have a a weird psychic experience there or ghostly experience, can it potentially be dangerous? Yes. The answer is no no. The answer yes. is no. Yes. It can't potentially be dangerous. The spirits can haunt, they can scare, they can uh, disturb. But um no one has died in a hotel room from a spirit that was haunted. Okay, yet. let's talk They've about can scared this, though. to death maybe. But the thing is, uh, most of these spirits that are—they're either trapped or they're residual energy.
0: Right, and I—I I see what you're saying. And a spirit causing physical harm, no. However, the method in which this I—the method in which this person opened her energy field to the spirit, harmful. So that was not we can't say totally No.
1: Um,
0: we have to be one, careful to protect privacy one, um, but
1: if there's a spirit in a in a hotel room or a motel room and one invites the spirit in the whole suggestion of their chakra system. That might be potentially not wise to do because the spirit—it's right. like you're inviting a, a stranger to come into your house and you open up your door for him,
0: as so, opposed to keeping your door closed. So to my point again. Yes. So, but but in, in general,
1: in spe- generally speaking, um, we have we we have a most human beings have a, a an inherent protective energy field. We're already protected. Our skin protects us. Our, our astral field protects us. Our aura protects
0: us. Well, Jimmy Buffett's skin didn't protect him.
1: No, I'm not talking. I'm talking about from uh, astral
0: from Yeah, I understand what you're saying.
1: So but, uh, uh, it, spirits possession or being possessed by a spirit or inhabited by a spirit, that's harder to do than what the common person might think or these movies or common thought might popular theories might be it's not easy for a spirit to, to, to the the lodge
0: body. and to lodge itself no. inside a given chakra or in your body however in certain cases the spirit can move through the person's body and they cause can, a physical yeah, effect some, which is there's
1: certain what exceptions. happens
0: in this certain case. exceptions
1: but, you know, these theories, you know, you get bitten by a wolf, you turn into a wolf man. You know, you get stung by a bee, you turn into a bee or Spider-Man. It, it, it's, not, it's not really logical. They, they're two, one, there are two separate entities. And your energy, your soul, and your spirit can't suddenly be overcome and dislodged by another spirit unless of course we talk about those exceptions like drugs or you have some kind of insane schizophrenic thing going on or you experiment with it until you almost invite the spirit to come in and you work hard at it and have them come in. Yeah, those things can happen. But generally speaking, for the common person to think that they're gonna be possessed by a spirit or overtaken by a spirit is is just not accurate. You've got to remember every second you're alive, you have your own soul and spirit inside of you, and you have your own astral field and your own energy field. And those are given protections right there.
0: Right. So actually this brings up an interesting topic because, you know, we're talking about spirit possession, um, but in demon possession or people that are battling demons people that battle demons in their life such as the alcoholics or people with sex addictions or whatever it may be and succumb to their to their quote-unquote demons what you know is is it psychological a purely psychological no, that, purely it. psychological level that there's that, that that they have you know failed on or have they been, have, has there, is there some past life involvement with that energy that's followed them, demon energy, demonic energy, that's followed them into their current life where they may not really have an awareness of demons or anything to do with psychic energy, but they, they succumb to quote unquote demons. Is it sure. psychological so or are there be demons uh
1: past life going on or past life energy or some experience that the came in with was going to be in the So there can be past life circumstances, karmic circumstances. Um, you have to really separate that from the chemistry of the brain itself. The chemistry of the brain itself may cause the demonic behavior, but it has nothing talking- to do with the demon. It has to right, do with like
0: schizophrenia,
1: schizophrenia, yeah. psychopaths, and things like this. It hmm. doesn't necessarily mean that they they're possessed by the demon. It could be a, a brain disorder. Yeah, and and that can attribute mm-hmm. to some form of other circumstance. But generally speaking, they they are separate. Definitions, and you know they say we should be more afraid of driving on the freeway than of a great white shark. People killed by sharks, or the percentage is so small um, that it's it's it, it's been hyped up. But in most cases, yes, there are shark attacks, and there are many eater sharks.
0: Right, and there are people
1: that sharks, but but generally speaking, the, the um, statistics are all off. Uh, you can die from a bee That's true, but the statistics are all off. So there are other dangers to be worried about. I'm more worried about air pollution than I am dealing with the psychic world the way I have in my lifetime and dealing with demons and spirits. I'm more concerned about the drive to the place where I was doing it than I was dealing with the demon
0: itself. Yeah, but that's different because you have the, I mean, you're equipped. No, I mean, you know,
1: equipped. Steve Irwin was equipped and he got it from a mentor, Ray. Yeah. You know, people, uh, look at that, those two s- silly circus people in Las Vegas where the guy got killed, Sinkfield, whatever his Siegfried name Fred
0: and was. Roy, with the animals.
1: You can, uh, there are people who have chimpanzees for pets that they get attacked. And they know.
0: That Well, so, that's stupid.
1: <laughs> so, uh, of course, but what I'm saying is you can't, you, you can't really say, well, I'm equipped. It doesn't
0: well it I think on a physical dealing with animals and dealing with the spirit world are totally different things so I mean it's it's different, what it's I'm saying just is that different. In,
1: in most cases demons are more fright concerning than actually having doing any kind of physical harm we're going to answer
0: Jennifer in a minute because she's on the line but um, right but there are people that worship Satan well
1: that's
0: fine <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, Oh, that's great. No, Satanism. I'm it's saying like what God. I'm talking about. People that are satanists, people that are satanists are drawing in a field of demons. They're drawing in dark energies, so dark energies will surround them, and there is a, a they can become demon possessed, especially ringleaders well, like what they, Anton They're not LeVay, demon
1: possessed. Con, they're demon uh, influence.
0: Demon influenced They're not demon, demon possessed. possessed. Okay, so demon I'll, I'll agree with that. Different demon influenced, but yeah. but what about Charles Manson? He he wasn't demon
1: possessed. He was a psychological nut who had a certain energy power, but he 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 he, he was, there was nothing extraordinary about him except for the command of the, the power of his energy. But he wasn't possessed or anything. He was he was a crazy. He still is. Person. He's alive. He's he's dead.
0: Is he dead? When did oh, yeah. he die?
1: Charles died in prison. When? A couple of years
0: ago. A couple of years ago. Yeah. Oh, I missed that. But he wasn't. No, I, I didn't he miss that. I kind of remember. He, remember. he did.
1: Even the guy, what's his name, the tall guy that <sighs> kidnapped men and ate them and chopped
2: them
0: <laughs> up. Uh, Dahmer.
1: Dahmer. I mean, these people. Um, if you get into somebody like uh, the Net stalker, who was really nuts, but he wasn't demon-possessed. The capability of a human being seeming like a demon, people who were demon-possessed, it's a whole different category.
0: Well, let's give an example before we we're take that. it. We have to always go to
1: the exorcist.
0: Let's say, yeah, he died in 2017. He died quite a few years ago.
1: Died in prison, yeah.
0: Hmm. Okay, well, anyway, just give, give an example of someone who's demon-possessed. Yeah? Demon-possessed, you you'd have to probably go
1: possibly to the catholic church and find out who you know who did exorcisms. Mm-hmm. they're probably yeah not but i well-known mean people
0: but but who, who is to say that the catholic church is an authority on whether someone's demon no, uh, no, no no but i'm just saying i'm just saying we're not arguing we're having a conversation number one two i i don't think that the catholic church is an authority on on exorcisms or who I'd is demon-possessed. probably is
1: demon-possessed probably people we don't even
0: know. Right, well, who I mean, I'm sure show they try to...
1: signs of demon-possession. They believe they squirt blood out of their right, eyes, they yeah. morph into wolves.
0: Right, okay. They you
1: vomit, re- vomit in front of your face, and they shoot it out at you. They talk in different languages simultaneously. This is demon-possession. The rest are frogs. Well, and I, just, I would I would venture and I would
0: venture to say that most of the people that the Catholic Church intervenes in, I don't know. There was Amity, Amityville Horror where there was be a demon possession in well, that and at home, and I think it was nonsense, right? But demon possession, I'm sure, priests encounter people that are psychologically psychologically sure, damaged, and I'm they're not demon I'm possessed, so. and really, our priests are priests well equipped. To, to exercise demons? Um, I don't think so. I don't think so. And I'm a former Catholic. Okay, let's bring on Jennifer. Hi. Hello. <laughs> you guys
2: cracked me up. XXX. XXXXO. My question is this. I was watching something Dolores Cannon had uh, recorded prior to her death, and it was about how every decision like major decision you make in life. Um, so say I choose to marry Sally and over Tom. So I marry Sally, that becomes my reality. And then the Tom becomes a parallel universe and everything plays out the way it would if I'd married Tom. What are your thoughts on that?
0: So your question is you marry Sally... Well, just decisions in life. So every
2: major decision that you make. Yeah. So if you like your choices between two people and you marry one, you don't marry the other, but that decision that you didn't make carries through in like a parallel type universe.
1: Yeah. We we we've come down with multi multi levels of karma and past lives. And oftentimes we can't accommodate all of our past life energies in one lifetime, even though they all arrive at the party. It's like you give a big party, Jennifer, and you invite a hundred of your friends over, but you don't get to greet and talk with everyone, even though on the side, those other guests are having their own encounters with other guests and talking. So you could say in the metaphor at a big party, there are parallel universes going on. If you come into the planet and you have particular karma with assorted numbers of people, and whether by karma or by choice, you decide to choose one over the other, parallel universes within the physical stage of life will occur. And they'll work out their own system and even create new doors to work through because of the decisions that were made. So it's like it's almost like a cancerous growth. It, it it takes on its own energy and trails in it, in, within the body of life in different ways. So, so yes, to answer your question, um, I don't know if it answers your question, but what it does is it validates your premise that a parallel universe can occur within one's lifetime simultaneously to the existence they choose.
0: Are you to stating have. so on a parallel universe? In the theory of parallel universe, are you stating that Je- Jennifer would be working out karma with Tom at the same time she's married to Sally in that parallel universe? The,
1: you see, because the the connections could have been from a previous divorce or a previous family situation. And if you make a decision to go with Sally, Sally then what that means is that your energy with Tom is still affecting Tom because Tom was rather, quote, rejected. So Tom still carries your consciousness in his body, and what he does may be part of your responsibility, may not be.
0: See, that's but, the question: Does Jennifer come back to, to work out karma with Tom all in the next lifetime, and does and, and or not because she decided to marry Sally, or does Tom yeah. come back to work out? The, the clauses, I mean, it's hard.
1: The clauses and the exceptions it, in, the, in the original intricate. contract.
0: It's intricate
1: will either say your, your life is contingent on coming back and correcting this later, or once you make your decision and you cut it off, it's done. There's no one solid rule for something like that. Sometimes you have to take mm-hmm. it by chance. The best thing to do if you make a decision of one person over the other, the best thing to do is to go into a closet and wish the other person well Go into Why you would go into the well,
2: closet? You, you
0: know what I mean. Is maybe phrase, if you do need to go in the closet if you're marrying Sally, <laughs> right? A that it's better to
1: go into not the closet, but to go into private <laughs> and pray to God than it is to exclaim, you know, yeah, proclaim, I, I proclaim it, proclaim it. The, yeah. from the mountaintops like you're showing off. Because what's hidden, what's done in secret, it, it must be uh, sacred to the Creator. So i am just giving an example. So if you're worried about making a decision and wondering if there's consequences for it, talk to your higher being, talk to your higher God and discuss the matter and at least go on record that you did that and that you want to be released. And if you're not meant to be released, invite circumstances to come back to remind you what you need to do. So. You know, it, it's a proper conduct and it's taking responsibility over every action you do. So to answer your question, Jennifer, in the in the environment of murkiness, the best thing to do to for clarity is to discuss the issues with what the higher premise you believe in, God, Buddha and and state Am I released from this karma? And if not, let me know what I need to do <laughs> in order to continue on with my life without adding more karma to it. I hope that answers well, your question in
0: some degree. She's asking I, more.
2: I, I, I kind of really like what you said, and then you sort of popped your way out of it. But I, this is pre-closet. Um, about the the dinner party and, you know, everything's happening at once. So maybe that karma is playing out concurrently with my current decision, um, and, you know, this self is not even aware of that karma playing out.
1: Right. Because that's the lazy
2: person's, they like that. Let's
1: examine, Jennifer, that if you rejected somebody,
2: you're actually
1: allowing them to meet their true love. Or to to reach their ultimate destiny.
0: But but I and think it could
1: be interpreted that the quote rude rejection or harsh rejection as actually in the person's favor.
0: But but I think she's asking specifically if tell me correct me if I'm wrong, that okay. there's a Jennifer Parallel universe going on where you're working this out with Tom. Right, that's what I'm saying.
2: Yeah, yes. and that's what you kind did say. But then I answered it. Yes, You're, yes. There is,
1: your decision creates a whole other world that the consciousness of your existence is working in that parallel universe right. within the person's mind. So your answer is yes from the get go. Is there literally an astral stage where you, Jennifer, right. can travel and see yourself working it out with this person? In the astral field, yes. But you're not going to go as Jennifer in this body and then go over to Sacramento and see yourself
0: in another, would be in the astral realm. Right.
2: Okay, because then that goes on to my next question. Okay. Where is Is there ever some bleed-through? So that you know,
0: someone might
2: see, like, other Jennifer, at some point.
0: You're saying, I mean, she's literally talking about two separate Jennifers well, in physical yeah. physicality. I mean, this the, is a different. The difference. likelihood. This is a different.
2: Um,
1: you from you having this clone experience, no. like you know, hey Jennifer, you robbed the Bank of America. And we know you did it because we have snapshots of you, and you're sitting over in in Canada I saying, "I don't. What are you talking about? No, that's no. not going to happen.
0: It's not going to happen.
1: No. Okay. You can believe it's going to happen. You can make. Up I don't stories,
0: know. See, my my question is, is the Dolores Cannon premise that there's actually a true double physicality that's occurring. Doppelganger, doppelganger. No, she didn't say
2: that. She said the thing about the parallel universes with every decision.
1: Well, there are parallel
2: universes, but but if you're asking
1: specifically, is there another Jennifer Jennifer, walking around that is me, no. Mm -mm. Now, you can disagree with me. There's not
0: another Jennifer that's walking around as you, Neil, no.
1: No, I mean... (laughs) You know, the question, is, there's another question that's asked. Do we have duplicates on other planets? That I would more or less believe in than, uh, than that are we are duplicated on this planet. We may look like somebody. We may have the same similar energy as someone. But literally, is there a specific DNA replica of Jennifer walking around on the Earth right now? No.
0: But it w-
1: could be on another But planet. I will
0: say this, yeah, I mean, and that's very interesting. There's also the theory that you have, simul- your soul is fragmented in such a way that you, an advanced soul, has various existences that may intersect with one another. So you could be Jennifer, but you could also be Tom. Living mm-hmm. the same okay.
2: Time. So, ah, see, that's another element to it. Yeah, that's possible
0: too. That's possible, but it's advanced souls, and I mean we're going to get more into that in our book. And it's not common. It's, everybody doesn't have another person that um you know, or uh, multiple multiple existences where their souls fragmented, but but some people do.
1: The only other note, uh, Jennifer, and this would be more supernatural, is that you, your astral body, can move out of your body. Okay. Now, the astral body is a little bit different because it doesn't really take on distinct human features. It's an astral body. But that astral body that's connected to your body via the silver cord could briefly appear so it's still you, but it's like you're casting out an image of yourself, and it can be motivated by energy because it's connected to your consciousness. So to say that you could be in simultaneous places could be true, but you're not separate entities. You're still the one energy. Um, you know, we, we, we do our versions in photographs, and close your eyes you can see them in your mind's eye we leave our impressions we leave our scent trackers can can find somebody just by clues animals well bloodhounds they see
0: the person
1: so there is a way to it's difficult but there's a way to be I had one. I I one when I was a kid I used to do this because I was more in the realm of having fun but I would astro-project into my girlfriend's bedroom, and they would tell me that the following morning, I woke up and saw you staring at me. And I go, yeah, I astro-projected. I was looking at you. You were doing this, this, and this, and this. And they go, oh, my God. That was you? See, but it was my astral body but it's more highly developed. I, I don't do that now, but I used to when I had, you know, you did. I, I was a little bit you, wilder you in my thought
0: thinking. And, and how oh, invasive. God. <laughs> well, it is. I mean, who wants to be, who wants to have someone entering their bedroom <laughs> and watching them? That's creepy. <laughs> it's really.
1: Really well, the, the one reason I stopped was I, at, the, at that same token, I got into the habit of doing it. And then I lost direction one day. I ended up in her father's bathroom <laughs> while he was on the toilet. And <laughs> I couldn't get out of the door. Right.
0: Okay. So I thought, uh-huh, you know what? Uh, I'm not going to do this not that anyway. funny?
1: And then he said he had a vision of me in the bathroom, and that's when I sort of stopped it because I <laughs> right. my relationship is getting ruined over that one. But, Jennifer, you can, if, if you, you know, we all ask to project, but some of us have learned how to do it consciously, even on our waking state. And when you do that, you can ask to project and see things, you know, distant looking. And then if you're highly developed, mm-hmm you can actually materialize your astral body. It, it's your astral body materializing to shape, but it's still connected to you. It's not a separate entity.
2: This has been very informative.
0: And I was going to say this has been so enriching. Thank you. Do you have any callers? They don't have any callers.
1: Yeah, we've got Mike Wallace, um, 16th, uh, <laughs>
2: uh, well, o- Oprah and the Rock would like you to send money to save Hawaii.
0: Oh yeah. Well, What's that? Oprah and the Rock would like you. T- I saw, um, like, I saw that in some feed. What's up What's with that? that? I don't know what that is. It's a, Oprah and the, you know, the Rock. The Rock. He's the Gibraltar? like a. Not a Gibraltar man yeah. okay so ha, ha they're they're canvassing for donations for the victims of maui the fire and of course you know yeah. there's a lot of a lot of not only human destruction but animals yeah. they're really suffering there And they are yeah terrible they're hawking for money for people why don't they donate i'm sure they have you put it in the seed. you put it in the i did I am not a fan of Oprah Winfrey, I have to tell you. I'm not a big fan. Neither,
2: neither is the person that commented on it either, little. Because um, what was it she did that was so wrong? I don't
0: think. But
2: um, I think the asking people to donate money when you have billions. I
0: can't hear. You can't. You're all muffled.
2: Oh, I think that people...
0: Uh, like people with billions of dollars
2: asking other people to donate during this time of inflation, and when people really don't have very much is ballsy,
0: yeah, I agree I mean, I think people should i think we have an obligation if you are in any position to do so to to give to charitable organizations because that's part of you know if you 're not volunteering then then donating is is an alternative, and some people are too busy to volunteer in you whatever know, way There's
1: an old and there's an old storyline that this rich man gave uh, like five thousand dollars to the church, and then this woman gave like a dollar, and the observer says, "Oh, that woman's blessed and the." participant says, What do you mean she's blessed? She only gave a dollar and the other one gave five hundred or a thousand and the person says, Well that was all she had. So, you know, the idea of sacrifice becomes part of the agenda of of charity. It's it's nice to give when you have it, but it's far more to give the shirt off your back when you have no other shirt to sacrifice yourself for the welfare of others and to maybe let faith take over
0: and i'm sure so it
1: all is all kind of relative in my mind jennifer i'm sure um,
0: i'm sure that oprah and the rock were you know they were selected to to request donations because of their degree of fame and probably influence so they who whoever whoever decided Oprah and the rock were going to solicit donations did it because they thought probably they would have an influence over people and generate more money. Um, But Oprah herself, I mean, I don't know anything about the rock, but I mean, if you look at her birthday and you get into Oprah's birth date, she's got a lot of darkness and she misrepresented herself greatly. Um, And there's a, unauthorized biography about her which I read part of um and she's she's an interesting character so
2: well i sure this isn't the Oprah show but um <laughs> what
0: I don't like that she did was
2: remember James Fry he wrote a million little pieces
0: oh yeah how she how she how she exalts people and then tears them down and ruins them. <laughs> yeah,
2: like how do yeah. you do that to someone? She like, does. Anytime you write a book, there's a little bit of you know, writers whatever involved. Like you, you can. There's some poetic license, and right. it doesn't have to be. It can be based on facts. Not everything in a book needs to be
0: a fact. Oh. You know. Well, I mean, he wrote it in a memoir, right? Yeah, I read the book. I actually read that book yes. um, but but I do think she she this is not the only person she's done it to. I remember a controversy over her interviewing um who's that singer, Tony Braxton, And she was, you know, questioning Tony Braxton about her spending because I think Tony Braxton went into debt and blah blah blah. And she was, it was a horrible interview where she was attacking this singer. I mean, you know, and from her high horse, I mean, how dare she, especially when she's misrepresented herself, you know, her claims of being sexually abused. I don't know if they're totally accurate. going So that's my two cents on Oprah, but I'm glad you agree. I mean, I don't think it was nice. I don't think it's nice to use your power to to ruin people. No, no, I totally agree with that. Uh, yeah. All right, well, that's all I got for today. Okay, that's all she has for today. Okay, <laughs> Thank thanks. Thanks. Bye. Bye. No, it's not the Oprah Winfrey Show, but it's interesting to discuss. You know, people personalities, and um, when you get into Oprah Winfrey's birthday, you can analyze the the darkness within it. And well, we've done it before, you, you and know, I.
1: Celebrities, um, what goes along with celebrities is exposure and then ultimately recognition and ultimately leading to power. So when people are are either comfortable or obsessed or Influenced by their own power. Oh my God! It, you know it's different than the common person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who
0: I've now. Who I... uh,
1: you know they wake up and they think, well, d- does my thinking is my thinking going to influence the world? If I do something on Facebook or if I say something, how many people is it going to affect or even care about? As opposed to a powerful person, when they wake up, they think, you know what? Today I think I'm going to say something that I believe in. And they have all these followers, and it's influential and all that. So as human beings, we have different degrees of how our energy goes out into the world and how we affect and what we say and what we do. Um, So some of it has to do with the powerful and the rich and the uh, glamour or the reputation one has, as opposed to the majority of us who... The world doesn't give. The world doesn't even know what we think or cares, unless you, you know you have a, maybe a thousand followers on Facebook. and You're still nobody, but you put out a nice little video or something. So there's all degrees of influence that we have in the world, and but the more powerful, the more responsibility. Because now you're responsible for a mass of people. Well,
0: yeah, and, and the more powerful the, you are, the more scrutiny that you're going to have. So it's it's a difficult balance because your actions are going to be mag, under a magnifying glass. But it's funny. We haven't looked. Or Oprah, I remember she's one four. but I didn't remember her specific birth date. And, boy, 129.54. Yeah. It's... Well. I mean, you know, she's immensely powerful. Immensely powerful. You would think that she would have eight. You think that she would have, well, an eight the, or something. Well, I mean, she's got she, a nine, but it's has, in a, within twenty-nine.
1: Within, no. Well, no. her, her power yeah. goes. It would be in the fifty-four, actualizing into uh, the, from the nine. Nine. So you have two nines, which is eighteen, 15. which is nine, but it's been doubled in its structure form. It's got a high energy of communication in it. And and that communication five is connected to the nine, becomes 14, five. So she's very influential in her vocal energy. Well, very powerful. Where the money comes in, that would... That's a little bit more... There's a little bit of mystique in that.
0: Well, I mean, you could take the four and, and the four. I mean, she's got a four... And she, yeah, at the end of her life. It's hard to,
1: that takes a little bit more deeper analysis in terms of if you didn't know her for one free and she just came for a reading and you didn't know anything about her and we know she's got lots of money. Would a psychic or a numerologist be able to determine the energy field? I've learned in my experience that I don't rely entirely on a birth date. Sometimes I'll look at the person or get a feel of the person. It has nothing to do with their birth date. And I start to see images that come up or suggestions come up that has nothing to do with numbers.
0: Well, of course. And, I mean, on the radio even, it's like a voice will give certain clues um, or images pertaining to that person's life. And it has nothing to do with the birth date. And birth date is a tool. A psychic doesn't necessarily need a birth date nor do the images that are that are um generated when interacting with a subject come from come from the the birth date code sometimes they do but not always no
1: i mean yeah yeah our codes are they're fluid they're active they they're set in stone because of the birth date itself but as we move through time that birth date starts to activate and become alive and it starts to move along with our age. I mean, we're not entirely locked into the year we're born. We grow from there. So our birth dates are representative of our age. And that age carries with it the experiences that have occurred throughout the years. And so our birth stand, the numbers on our birth dates stand to reason that they start to transform and take on more meaning in spite of the fact that they were rigid at one point. But the birth date is a living code. It's activated. It moves. You know, our Constitution moves. Our laws move. Everything moves through time according to the space that we're living in. So things are constantly being reinterpreted. And that's a fact. Or the same with the birth date. You can rely on the on the standardized birth date numbers as a platform, but they do morph in time and have different meanings as you progress through life.
0: So I want to say something. Sorry, this is just a little footnote about Oprah Winfrey. You know, she owns a home on actually it's in Lahaina, which I didn't know. Because Lahaina is the old area of Maui. And so the more um, luxurious Homes are located like in uh, Wailea and, and Hana, I mean, on the other side of the island. There was, though there are nice homes in like Kaanapali kind of and everything. Uh, but Lahaina is old town. But apparently, uh, Oprah Winfrey's home live, uh, is in Lahaina and it was totally untouched by the fire totally untouched. It's, you know, all these homes are burned down around Oprah's home and it's hers is still standing. And so there's this conspiracy theory is that about all of the um, celebrity homes in, in Maui are paint, their roots are painted blue. Now I can't get into this further because they're saying it's blocking the direct energy weapons that cause this fire. And there's a big, you know right now land grab they're saying people want to to you know developers want to take over lahaina and there's government structure that's changing and things like this so there's a lot of stuff on the internet about uh about what's going on in maui unfortunate
1: well, you know, since the beginning of time, the earth has been surrounded since recorded history of, or even in forms of mythology with corruption and controversy and sabotage and conspiracies. It, it it's We started off that way and we're gonna end up that way. Now with the sophisticated tools that we have, where we've been talking about how we can annihilate ourselves for decades. And now it's, it's always a topic, now it's coming up again. The problem with our current stage of living is that we've become immune to death. We've become so sophisticated in our technology and our, and our ability to absorb historical events, worldly events, that we've become somewhat immune We've also become immune because of the entertainment business and how they develop technology in the entertainment business to where you can see a thousand people die. It doesn't... It, it, it or, or You more mean on television? Change. Yeah. I mean, in or movies, in a movie? Nothing... Now nothing surprises us. No, the, right, and the advancement...
0: Place where to have it would tech- be
1: hard to shock anybody. We can be emotionally dismantled, but what shocks us today? If Martians came down today, so what? We're already accustomed to it. We've already built it into the fabric of our consciousness that we're prepared for any kind of invasion. And wouldn't it wouldn't be amazing anymore, like it was when H.G. Wells or Orson Wells did his thing. George Powell did his thing. Um, Jules Burns did his thing. It doesn't. It, we're, we're no longer shocked.
0: Well, anything. yeah and so well i don't know that, about that. that i mean there
1: are blue roofs that are commanding some kind of signal and protection, protection
0: whatever is in that paint. going on.
1: Not surprising. Um, anything goes now
0: yeah so but i mean i i was shocked by the Lahaina fire i mean i there were there have been a couple of fires in my history that i've been related to that have been very very shocking to me Talking to me and affects me directly. Lahaina, I, I was shocked by, but, you know, I don't have as direct a connection to Maui, though I do have a connection. I know people from my past there and so on. But it was shocking to see Lahaina as it was because, I mean, it, the, whole, the whole place is decimated. So I don't know. I, I don't necessarily agree that you can't, you know, that nothing is going to produce well, an element of it's shock. totally
1: negative. I once used the, the high level maneuver on somebody who's choking
0: their <laughs> and, um,
1: to save their life. So it's not always a bad thing. But, you know Hawaii is a volcanic island it it's it's synonymous with fire. That doesn't mean that it is um, it is uh, prone to have fires the way it is. No, and not to mention there could be electrical companies, Edison, whatever pyromaniacs that cause fires and delight in it. Well, there's going to be a
0: mainstream, uh, there's going to be a mainstream explanation about why that fire happened, but the devastation, uh, the devastation, it was like, I mean, if you've ever been there, which I have, I was like, you know, my jaw was dropped when I saw what what it looked like there compared to what it looked like before. And it's so sad, that banyan tree.
1: Well, we're suffering. Uh, We have... That's a tragedy. The Joshua trees. Terrible. The sequoias, the redwoods. Uh, It's happening around our world. Right. And and We're destroying our planet.
0: And we're more immune. We are more immune here in the United States, Canada, because, I mean, Canada's had its fires. We've had fires in the United States. But you know, we're not really having we don't have war on our soil, unlike in the U- Ukraine, who are much more involved in, you know, the desecration of life I, in in a in a in a mass in a mass well you know you have to take into consideration, consideration
1: how destructive I mean we have death all the knowledge. time here
0: but you know we're not at war in the United States, and we're going to have to face that. Probably. Well we are in
1: war in the United States, and we may be well, I'm talking civil about a
0: civil war that but we're not in a civil war yet and it, yes, it's probably going to happen.
1: one of the candidates running for presidency is a climate denier He denies climate change. He denies that there is a climate <laughs> that, that it, I think is a totally destructive thought pattern at this point to deny the fact that. Our climate is changing, and it's, proportionally speaking, there's a lot to to mankind and humankind to be responsible for. Our oceans are heating up. We're in dire, dire shape. We're depleting our oceans. We're depleting our environment, our forests, our rainforests.
0: This is such an uplifting show today.
1: In the polar caps. Where Japan's now even has a seafood industry in crisis because the warming of the water. And it, it's
0: Jennifer's it, asking, who's the climate denier? Well, there are. I
1: can only say right now his name starts with a T. What? I'm talking about the <laughs> oh, people yeah. running for the presidency that could become could put themselves in office. Well, I'm sure there and are more thereby, climate deniers. Uh, Expediate the process of uh, climate of climate destruction or destruction of the world well yeah and climate. he
0: wants to really i mean essentially tear down forests and build the high rises
1: yeah i mean it there we we are we are this planet if you look at the way this planet is going i mean al gore even said it
0: well al gore is a sham I'm about, sorry. I'm, talk,
1: I'm talking about a documentary.
0: Yeah, right I now. know, but, you I'm know. We're talking
1: about the documentary, okay. not the UNB. The, the, the devastation on our planet
0: is is
1: alarming. It is alarming. And we're we're at a point at which it's going to be almost impossible to turn around. We're going to have to start to cope with the decline and further destruction.
0: But if we think that the technology that is available to us is 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 common knowledge, knowledge of the common people, it is not. And whether it's controlled, whether it's controlled by, um, you know, not direct energy weapons, but I what are they called? I can't remember. I have a headache. I can't remember what they're called. But but the climate is controlled. There are chemtrails seeding of the clouds. So yes, there is the element of population exploding, the use of plastics. All of those contribute to the decline of the environment, but there's also malevolent force destroying our environment. There's two, it's twofold. It's twofold. You may believe it, you may not. I don't know, but I believe it. it. Well, no, I mean, do you agree with me or not? Well, I, I
1: do. But what Can I get a witness? I, what I'm saying <laughs> is that uh, we, we have a responsibility as a human race to stop debating the issue and to accept it for what it is and to start to change the way we vote, change the way we implement our resources
0: unfortunately
1: and and reserve what we have left because at this point it's not about well we're stewards of the planet we can do what we want it's all about human comfort it you know if if you have a valuable couch but your house is on fire the couch is not going to give you any comfort our planet is on fire not just mentioning Hawaii, but our planet is on fire and we're in a major crisis. Um, why it's so alarming to me personally is because in the 60s I was writing about this and, I was writing and creating. So you which know, now I mean,
0: right. So as a psychic, you have made predictions on a global basis. I mean, not only global, universal, because I mean, when we get into your fiction books that are not really, I mean, they're fiction, but not really because there are a lot of predictions in there. We're not even, you're not even talking about just the earth, but you're talking about aliens and so on and so forth. So, I mean, that's there and you, and it's true, well, but, know, um, you know, there are dark, there are dark, dark forces and how to, interesting. He's a daughter with my name. He's a 2911 too, by the way, Ooh. Al Gore. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well. You know, I mean. With a broken seven I, just a in his environment. Of his
1: environmental concerns impresses me. I don't care about the rest
0: of it. Right, but I don't yeah. know about his. I, I someone with those environmental concerns. I I think he's aware of what's really going on, and that movie that he did is is implying that all the destruction that happened has happened is because of the the burst of population the you know use of gasoline fossil fuels plastics and he's not really addressing the core of the issue or the full issue which is which is intentional destruction by by people that are in great power in the world so that's what i have to say about that and we're at our 92nd warning
1: yeah so Let's put out a good prayer and a good energy field for the safety and security and the preservation of our planet, aside from the psychic um, topics we briefed over. Uh, And we'll be back again on Friday.
0: Friday. Hi, everybody. Thanks, Jennifer, for your call.